I'm ever out there in the woods, I'm going to bring one of those with me because they break my leg. How would one, how would one repair a large cut that would normally require many stitches? We covered this in the course. Oh, oh I know. But he, he, he got the course, but he didn't quite get that part. He's asking. So listen again, listen again, okay. listen again. So the question is, what's your final outcome that you want? Let's say I want the cut to heal and I don't, I want the smallest scar possible. If you go to a doctor, he's going to put stitches in. And what's going to happen is you're going to have scars from the stitches. He's going to make, he's going to keep the actual scar from shrinking and going away, which is what your body would want. Hmm. But all you need to do is um, take, let's say it's a scar, I mean a cut, like three or four inches long. That's a pretty big cut. Yeah. Like, yeah. <laughs> knife cut. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> That's pretty big. You just take, take aloe, slice it, slice off the spines on the side, slice it down the center, put the slimy part in the wound, and tape it with duct tape and change it um, once a day. And what will happen is the wound will actually heal in and get smaller and smaller and smaller and smaller and smaller. And your final scar from this three-inch wound will be about a half inch. Good old duct tape. Who'd have thunk it? And, or, or you could go to the hospital, $1,000 taxi ride, uh, <laughs> $3,000 plastic surgery consult, and you have the ugliest scar you ever <laughs> We're going to give you a scar that you'll never forget, dude. You'll never forget. They'll say, you paid a $1,000, no, $5,000 an inch for this scar. We're going to give you your money's worth. <laughs> That's hilarious. Oh That's hilarious. Okay, let's see. Where else? Next one here. These are good ones today. Considering many vitamins are acids, when baking soda is used to make muffins, doesn't it neutralize and therefore destroy those vitamins? What's the question here? I don't know. They're, they're saying if you use baking soda, does it destroy the vitamins? Well, if you use baking soda, if it's still baking soda, the answer is no. So what happens is the baking soda go, undergoes a chemical reaction, releasing the carbon dioxide, leaving water behind, causing the muffin to expand and inflate. So you don't have baking soda left. All you have is carbon dioxide inflating your muffin and water making it a little more moist. Good old CO2. Uh, we like it. Okay. If you're healthy, is it possible parasites appear only when the body needs them to help detox or heal? Huh. No, they're always there just waiting, just waiting. <laughs> waiting for what? You're healthy. That just means you're winning the war. What are they waiting Everybody for? Everybody has parasites. No, and that's what he's... But aren't they just waiting to clean up uh, tissues and stuff? Damaged tissue? No, he said they show up. Did you read the question? Yeah. As if they're not there. He says they show up. They don't show up. They're already there. They're already there. Right. Yeah. No, yeah read the question. Is, if, is it possible the parasites only appear only when the body needs them to help detox or heal? He knows there's there. No, they don't appear when they're needed. They're there all the time. Well, and when you let your you're, guard down... You're you, really... You be, you're being a little bit... <laughs> no, I mean, this is the this You're is being the a little bit anal sphincter here this morning, girl, but that's okay. No, I'm trying to say is they're always there. No, if they're always there, right? They're always there. Right. And so whenever you have a slight, some dead tissue, they're there to eat it up. Yeah. Whenever you have, you know, some malnutrition, why they're right there to, you know, pitch in. They're there. 
Yeah, they're always there. So then his question is, if so, then why would we want to take anything to chase them away? Is what he says. Because you have an optimal amount in your body of these parasites. And over time what happens is the amount you have in your body accumulates, 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 accumulates. This is what causes a lot of things that are associated with aging, like wrinkles, um, aged by parasites. arthritis. Oh. Yes, so if you can keep uh, getting rid of these parasites on a regular basis, uh, then you're going to be healthier and you're going to live longer. So in most cultures in the United States that, that, that don't use health care, they just take a parasite medicine every month, and that's it. That's all they do. They do just fine. They live as long as Americans do. Okay. I have been... See if I can get through this one. I've been using her Vitality Capsules for a year now Good. and also purchased her Home Healers course. See? So much fantastic information. Totally worth the money. But she has th three questions. I'm allergic to penicillin. Not sure if I heard Dr. Daniels correct. Don't correct. take it. You don't yeah, take it. Okay, yeah. No use for that one. <laughs> Useless. And she said, I heard Dr. Daniels correctly that I should not eat dairy. I love cheese and butter. cheese and butter, you can use some butter. So here's the problem. The problem is a lot of animals are given antibiotics. So you can just buy uh, that stuff from animals that have never received right. antibiotics. Right. Good. Yeah. Good. Good. Uh, make some homemade crackers with chia seeds, flax seeds, pumpkin seeds, sunflower seeds, olive oil. Are these go okay to eat? They're fairly dehydrating. I would definitely drink some, plenty of water before, during, and after eating those. Okay. I would love the recipe to make a pan of Great Lakes gelatin. You showed us the pan on Patrick's show. Oh, that's an incredible recipe. It's a three-day recipe. Three days. <laughs> okay. Well, we probably won't do that today. So where can I find yeah. it? We're, uh, so we're working on get, making more of these things uh, available. Okay. So we're working stay on tuned. Stay tuned. Yeah. And yeah, she's bought the Home Healers course, so she would definitely be on our list of people to get yeah, special good, good. You have a list, and you're going to let them know when you get more stuff, yeah. right? Good for you. I produce I, more stuff. I'm having technical problems. My, oh, huh. When I do a video, it takes my phone over a month to, to send it anywhere oh. where, where my staff can process it. So my productivity has somewhat declined. <laughs> can you not send it through the interweb on your computer? No, because then it has to go up to um, uh, iCloud and back down, and somehow iCloud has decided that they're not talking to me. Oh, that happens. Yeah, mm. I just I just got out of Facebook jail after a week, so. Oh. <laughs> I've not. I just got rid of all that. Stuff. I know. I'm about ready to, dear. I've not started to take turpentine yet. Is it okay to just start it like once a week? So go to vitalitycycles.com and download the free report, Candida Cleaner. Yeah. And that will tell you everything you need to know about starting turpentine. Candida Cleaner on vitalitycycles.com, right? That's the, that's the one you used to sell for a bunch of money. You just give away now, huh? Oh, my God, yes. It, was, it sold for as much as $998. That's crazy. Yeah, for one copy, yeah. Oh, that's crazy. That was great. You know, when you get... But then, you know, it hit the internet, right? And everyone said, oh, man, we, this is too good. we got to share this. Oh. <laughs> I, know. I, I know I told you this before, but Dr. Jennifer Daniels' first show she did on turpentine was, I don't even know, remember what year, do you? 
But anyway, that oh. was it? I don't know. I'll have to look and see what year that was. It is it was like after 2010. That's all I know. Was it? Was it after 2010? It has yeah. the most hits that we've ever had on a podcast ever. And to this day, if you Google like Turpentine or Dr. Daniels or whatever, something like that, you know, our show, that show that you did, the first one comes right up on top. I don't know how that happened. Wow. Yeah, it's crazy. <laughs> it's got billions of hits. Like people, you started a whole thing, girl. I tell you what. <laughs> okay, Sean has nature neuropathy, rather, in his feet. Does Dr. Daniels think that alpha-lopaic acid will help? Can Dr. Daniels suggest anything else I can take for the neuropathy in my feet? The neuropathy in your feet is not neuropathy in your feet. You have a systemic problem. Uh, in other words, the blood vessels that go to your feet are all clogged up with what? I don't know. Mm. But you know, because you can take a look at your diet and say, oh, yeah, it's that, it's that, it's that. But that's the, once you understand, that's really what the problem is, and that takes you a long way towards solving it. So, uh, You know, Vitality Capsule's extra strength is going to get more circulation to his feet. Increasing his water intake, um, increasing his vegetable intake for sure. Getting rid of all packaged foods. If you're buying something that has more than one ingredient, just stop buying it. Don't don't bother, bother. And prepare your food at home. Stop eating at restaurants. And um, just those things should improve his neuropathy. But taking alpha lipoic acid it's not really uh, one magic pill mm-hmm. because okay. he's doing a lot of things that are causing the neuropathy. In your opinion, what are the what are the top foods in our favorite food groups that causes these things to get clogged up arteries? Uh, breakfast cereal, crackers, um, any kind of snack food, you know, potato mm. chips, cheese its uh, any kind of canned food with multiple ingredients, canned food's a big, any canned food's a big culprit. So those are the major ones. Okay. But again, anything with more than one ingredient, it's super simple to find them. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> anything with more than one? You don't need to educate yourself about the ingredient list. Got more than one ingredient? Okay, put it back up. <laughs> oh, man. I'm in my early 60s and I do a half hour sauna, half hour treadmill most days, I sweat a lot, and I have electrolyte tablets twice a day. Is there anything else I should do to replace my minerals? I've lost, I've, I've lost. I've heard you saying a few years ago to take a teaspoon of, excuse me, salt before the sun. Is this still a good idea? Oh, yeah, absolutely. absolutely. Um, the only thing he hasn't mentioned as far as mineral replacement would be the shilajit. Take See, shilajit. Yeah. From Russia, right? That's your fave. Russia. Yeah, so uh, he's replacing his electrolytes, and that will kill you quickly. But the minerals will kill you slowly. So he would take the uh, Shilajet, you know, several times a week should be fine. Okay. So this is a long one. I'm going to try to modify it a bit so we can still do Search more. Search for the question or read and That's that, what I'm working for, yeah. So okay. the back, <laughs> thank you. Thank you. I'm trying. Background, Vitality Caps. Oh, let's see. Uh, okay. Oh, so we have a 17-year-old girl that's getting diarrhea from Vitality Capsules. Uh, But she did get 
such mental relief since she started taking the Vitality Capsules. Wow. She really started thinking more clearly and feeling better. Isn't that interesting? That's a good thing. So she is experiencing urgent diarrhea not more than three times a day, and her hands have been dry and her eczema flaring up. She's trying to figure out how to eat and feel better and have more productive energy and less crippling anxiety. She drinks only water (laughs) at home, eating out with her family and friends. She's wondering if the diarrhea will stop. No, 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 no. Eat out with family and friends is utter nonsense. Eat before you go. Don't eat. Or order a dish and have the person next to you eat it and switch plates. That's what I do. So if you're this bad off with your health and you really want to feel better, then you have just got to take the bull by the horns and realize that you just can't. Your body you got is not the same body everyone else got. One of those things. Hmm. So for now, the adaptation would be to go out to eat at home before you go out to dinner, go out with the family, order whatever you want to order, whatever person next to you wants more of. They eat their plate, you switch plates, and that way you don't have to look odd or different because you didn't eat what everyone else is eating kind of thing. All right, so that's the going out situation. And with her friends, again, eat before you go, buy whatever, if everyone's having an ice cream, buy an ice cream, but talk to someone else before you go so they understand they're eating their ice cream and yours. And so that's that takes care of the going out thing. Now, the other problem is the diarrhea. Question is, it's urgent diarrhea, when is it, blah, blah, blah. The answer to that one is, if she's having diarrhea, we'll call it loose stools. Okay. Right. It's three times a day. That is normal. The problem is urgency. We don't want her poop poop in her pants. Yeah. So how do we get, yeah, we're gonna work around that. So what you do is you try and figure out, okay, I'm taking the vitality capsules. First of all, just take them once a day. It might be it's better for her to take them um, with her evening meal, then she'll poop at night, that might be urgent, then she'll poop in the morning, it'll be less urgent, she'll be at home, and then she'll only have one poop during the day, and that will not be an urgent one, because the vitality capsules will be wearing off. So it sounds like that might be the way around, it's just to you know, time when she takes them. Now, her eczema, eczema is always uh, a malnutrition thing. So she just needs to throw in some um, either cow feet, pig ears, or chicken feet to her diet. So she's 17. She's probably trying not to get too fat, so that would be chicken feet. Hmm. Not getting weight in chicken feet. The dose would be quite a bit, four to eight chicken feet a day until you know, her uh, skin starts clear. Chicken feet. Here you go. So I think we got everything, right? Get rid of her eczema flare. Yeah, and, yeah, yeah. She seemed to be most concerned about the diarrhea, but I think you covered that. Yeah. Quite well, thank you. Being a diarrhea expert wow. that you are. After, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Uh, Patricia writes, after being mostly vegetarian for 40 years, I've lost a lot of muscle. How can I rebuild? Uh, definitely, okay. After the first five years, let's see, after the first five years, I did add salmon and crispy bacon occasionally. I'm now a total, oh, now I'm a total carnivore. Will that oh. help me to rebuild my muscle back? You're not rebuilding muscle on fish. I would get the fish and the chicken out of your diet. Don't waste time. Don't send a boy to do a man's job. Uh-uh. <laughs> That's right. No, 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 no. 
you need some ham hocks. That's going to build you some muscle right there. So uh, ham hocks, um, steak, like uh, ribeye steak, mm-hmm. eat the fat too. Mm-hmm. That will build back her muscle. That'll do it. I don't do it. You know, I've been eating. Obviously, you exercise as you go. Yeah. Doc, I've been eating lots of meat to the last five weeks, lots of it, almost totally. And I've gained about three to four pounds of muscle without doing anything else. Just gained weight. Right, exactly. Just gained weight. And And a little bit of the exercise you should do is a little. It's not. You don't need to do a lot. Just walk around and do stuff. Yeah. I do a few squats. I hang on my little bar and I do some push ups, but I'm not going to go in a gym and. Do all that. I'm just not going to do it. Right. Ask Dr. Daniels, please. I have, I have halitosis. Oh, halitosis. I have halitosis and my tongue is pale and has deep ridges on the sides. It par- is parasites the issue? I have tonsil stones. Tonsil stones? I've never heard of that. Is there a way that I can get rid of that too? So this person has tonsil stones, bad breath, and ridges on the deep sides of her tongue. Let's just handle the bad breath. Let's do that. The pale tongue with ridges, eh, no one's going to notice. But the bad <laughs> breath. <laughs> That's not good. Not good. Not that could be a problem. Not good. <laughs> oh, gosh. All right. So, bad breath. Uh, again, increasing your bowel movements, increasing your water, and believe it or not, increasing your vegetables. And. Increase your cooked vegetables, but really increase your raw vegetables. Now, a lot of people say salad, but I say if you have halitosis bad enough to call into a radio show, that's pretty bad. So let's not <laughs> mess around with this plain old lettuce. <laughs> let's not, let's get you want, a bunch of, you want a bunch of parsley or cilantro, or maybe a tabbouleh salad would be nice, but you really want to go heavy on the parsley. The parsley will deodorize, detoxify it, it'll get rid of your breath. Also, uh, part of the recipe for tabbouleh is lemon juice, which is a major deodorizer. So have your lemon juice and parsley uh, big amounts every day and, and you know poop at least three times a day. That will get rid of the halitosis for sure. Maybe get rid of your tonsil stones. Uh, pale tongue, I, you know, I don't really get into this tongue stuff too much. I used to Did decades you? ago, yeah. but I don't bother with it. Yeah. So I would get rid of the halitosis first. I would just really go after that. So so I guess parsley just deodorizes. What What is causing halitosis? Oh, no, 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 no. It gets right to the cause. Does it? The parsley soaks up the toxins, soaks up the parasites, the lemon juice inactivates them. Oh, no, this, this is a workhorse solution here. So you're just using parsley and like the tabbouleh or a salad or something with lemon juice? The major ingredient in tabbouleh is lemon juice. It takes a whole cup of lemon juice wow. to make tabbouleh. So, yeah. But I'm just saying, you use lemon juice is so strong that it's used to clean all the bacteria off of cutting boards. Yeah. I mean, this is serious, uh, strong stuff, the parsley and the lemon juice. Now, those are just two, you know, any recipe of those two ingredients will work. So. Uh, parts of lemon juice together does not taste very good, but when you add some onions and some uh, tomatoes, a little bit of uh, thyme, and some um, bulgur wheat or quinoa, your choice, then it's, it's great. It tastes great and does the job. What about lemon juice and water? That help? Good no, 
no, no, no, no. Okay. The problem with this in water is it dissolves the um, connective tissue too aggressively, and people get um, skin rashes from it. Oh. And it, it, it messes up the equilibrium in the body in too many ways. So I don't recommend lemon juice and water. Okay. Is there someone on the phone? Hello? 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 Okay. You're obviously no fun. <laughs> People are saying I can't get through, and I don't know why it is. Somebody else called. Who knows, man? Um, where am I? I have several missing teeth. Wow. What are your thoughts on getting zirconia, which are ceramic dental implants? Yeah. People in the health community have really spoken out negatively about implants. I personally know people who have gotten implants, and they're very happy. However, you have to ask yourself, why are you getting implants? You're getting implants because you're missing teeth, all right? Sure. Why are you missing teeth? You're missing your teeth because you have a nutritional deficiency that will not support the bone in your body, and your body decided to let go of a few teeth instead of letting your arms or legs collapse. So what I would do is, you know, go ahead and get the implants, but change your diet as well. Definitely eat some uh, cow foot soup to beef up the bone that they're going to attach the implants to. So some people I know have gotten implants and the bone has crumbled because that's your, your primary pathology here is a weakness of your bones. So strengthen your bones first, then get the implants. That way you're going to get the best results. The implants are going to stay and you're going to be happy with them. Okay. Okay. Hello. Good morning. Hello. 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 Hi. Can you hear me? Yes. Yes. Okay, great. I'm so sorry. There's an echo. Yeah, well, that's the new phone system that they talked us into 30 years ago. But don't get me started. Hello. Hi there. I have a question about um, my, well, it's about bone spurs. Bone spurs, okay. Yeah, so my my husband is convinced that he, well, bone spurs and bunions, he's convinced that you cannot fix our structural problems with food, but I don't, I don't know if that's true or not. <laughs> You're not buying that one, huh? <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> okay. So we want to get rid of your husband's bone spurs is why you're calling? Yeah, yeah. Okay. Because like, he has problems with his um, with his shoulders and stuff like that, and his bunions. And his bunions. He's got bone spurs and bunions and stuff. And so uh, the bunions hurt and the shoulder hurts? Yes. Okay. Yes, you can fix structural problems with food. Hmm. <laughs> I thought so. Go figure. <laughs> Yeah, go figure. He's uh, a mechanic by trade, so, you know. Go on this. The, first, the first thing I would do uh, for him is to increase his bones just a little bit. Maybe give him um, either a ham hock, a soup, or a pigfoot soup. Is he against pork or he has no opinion? Oh, no, he likes it. Perfect. All right. So give him that soup for maybe, I don't know, a week or so. Let him know that, that this is not, not necessarily going to help his pain. We're not, okay. We're, we're just beefing him up in case he has a malnutrition issue, which he might. The next thing um, that you're going to do once you get rid of that is make sure you increase his bowel movements, 
to three a day, and then increases water. And then here's the knockout okay. punch. The knockout punch okay. is um, sauerkraut juice. Okay. Sauerkraut juice. Yeah. The dose is uh, take a quarter cup of the sauerkraut juice. And if he'll drink that, I don't know, maybe three times a day. Or if he's a real man, which sounds like he might be, he can just guzzle it all down at once and chase with water. But what that's going to do is it's going to dissolve the bone spurs. Oh. Cool. And the oh, pain, wow. Okay. Yeah, the pain in his shoulder will certainly be gone, like, probably in hours, actually. Well, Dr. Daniels, well, let's get a sauerkraut juice right now. So <laughs> <laughs> you don't get the sauerkraut juice right now is it'll dissolve the crap in his shoulder, send it someplace else, and he'll really hate you. So Right, right. I get it. <laughs> okay, and, but does it matter? He has no problem, like, like eliminating, because he has no gallbladder. Um, so that was a mistake that he was very upset that he made a while back. But um, anyway, so, yeah, he goes to the bathroom just fine all the time. So give him the, um, give him the, ham, the ham hocks. His bowel movements are fine, so increase his water, and then give him the sauerkraut. Okay. And you can do this like you know, uh, several days, you know, spread it out over a week or two. That's awesome! Thank you so much. All right, sweetie. Thanks for calling. Bye. Oh, bye bye. <laughs> and also, he can put topically once he gets things really going. He can topically put turpentine on his bunions, and that'll pain a little bit. But wow. he's got to be pooping briskly, even if he poops. Whatever pooping he's doing is not enough. Even if it's three times a day, apparently it's not enough. Otherwise, he wouldn't have the bunion pain. Bob says it is. Again, it might be that he has. That he's not drinking enough water, so it might be if he drinks enough water, the mm-hmm. bunion pain will go. Okay. Bob says his knees are bone to bone. When I exercise, uh-huh. when I exercise, my knee swells up with synovial fluid. What can I do to get rid of the swelling? Well, first, stop exercising. <laughs> So we're guessing that his walking is okay because he has to exercise in order to get him to swell. They're not swelling all the time. That's a good sign. So he can just eat some uh, cow foot soup. Eat cow foot soup, stop the exercise, eat cow foot soup, and then gradually improve the ex- uh, increase the exercise as tolerated. The other thing you can do is put um, castor oil and turpentine on his knees generously, and that'll keep uh, the knees uh, clear of toxins. But he's got to give his body nutrition to rebuild that um, whole knee for him. Okay. Whoops. I just lost my headset. Let me see if I can do the telephone thing. Good morning. Hello. Hello. Okay. Lost that one. Phone's being silly. I am confused, um, writes Nancy, on the ginger uh-huh. for the eyes. You talked mm-hmm. uh, about refrigerating the eye potion for 30 days in the refrigerator. And then the last mm-hmm. time it seems like you talked about freezing your unused portion. Can you just yeah. keep it in the fridge? What's, uh, what's going on? No, no, it's, it, it can spoil. So okay. I've been free- freezing it flat in a Ziploc bag, and that's working out real well. Okay. And you can do, I think, our last show she went through. And you can find that on BitChute or on uh, our website. 
she goes through the whole recipe. Yeah, uh, it's amazing. It's amazing. It's, my vision is so sharp now. And that, I can read easily. Everything is easy. As you can see, these are regular glasses. That that's reading great. Glasses. Yeah. Okay, <laughs> let's do it. Since you did that, let's do it quick. We have uh, how many pieces of ginger and how much water? Let's do it quick. 15 slices of ginger, a cup and a half of water, simmer for 10 to 15 minutes, strain. It should be a light brown color. If it's not, boil it some more. But uh, so you strain it, you have this um, brown uh, ginger tea, use a teaspoon of that plus a cup of water. That's what you use to rinse your eyes. So that's important to know. So you're taking, the, we'll call it the mother, the mothership, only a teaspoon of that into one cup of water, and that's what you put into your eyes with a cup or whatever you want to do. With an eye cup. Eye no, cup. it's not. Eyedropper won't work. Eyedropper okay. won't work. Eye cup, you so yes, use mm -hmm. the cup, dip your head back, blink, 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 blink. Yeah, and you you really and have I've seen a difference in your, working, in, in your I've vision, huh? I've been more. Yeah, have you? Huh? You've really seen a difference in your vision with this. Oh, absolutely. That's great. Yeah. So I'm finding now that what makes the most set, uh, difference is the amount of time your eyeball spends in contact with the ginger oh. water. So if you can uh, pretend you're staring at your computer screen for a minute, <laughs> <laughs> right, right. It just... then that really hydrates your eyeballs, it changes the optics, and the colors are brighter, images are sharper. That's great. Whereas even with my glasses, things just seemed like they were a little, I don't know, cloudy. Things just weren't so sharp. And now it's like, oh. Isn't that, isn't that interesting? So I've been meaning to try that. It's been on my list. I just haven't done it, so, but I'm going to do it. I guess you peel the ginger before you, when you cut it in? No, you just put it in there? I would recommend cleaning it to get all the big dirt off. Because our, our ginger comes right out the ground. They just sell it sure. that way. And how big are these pieces? Give me your... It doesn't matter. You're looking for surface area, so you can slice them a millimeter thick, two millimeters thick, whatever. What do you? Just you don't focus. care. Huh? All right. right. I'm going to do it. I'll let you know. Uh, Jesse has heart arrhythmia. Hmm. Mm. Mm. What's a fellow <laughs> to do? What's a fellow to do? Okay. So heart arrhythmias. It, it comes from well, two sources. One source which is easy to fix, is not enough salt in your diet. So if you're not heavily salting your food, that could be the problem right there. So just take a teaspoon of salt, cup of water, drink it down, and that should just shut down the arrhythmias if that's the problem. The other problem with arrhythmias is a B um, complex deficiency. But the cause of that is sugar, white flour, basically. So mm -hmm. bread, crackers, um, sugar-coated this or that, candy, sugary drinks, just cut all those things out. So if you want to eat potatoes, fine. Just don't eat bread, for example. And, uh, and that's, that's it. That's, that's secure right there. Mm -hmm. Okay. Paul is in the UK. I have an ache in my right leg when I lay down at night. And then... And then I raise it different places along the leg. But, uh, oh, I don't understand this. I have an ache in my so right. So let's just say when he's standing up, the leg doesn't hurt. But when he lays down at night. See, you figured it out, and I don't understand. Okay, that's right. Okay. <laughs> that's where we're at. That's where we're at. That's where we're at. So believe it or not, I used to personally have this same problem. It drove me crazy. It kept me up at night, as a matter of fact. 
The answer was to exercise the leg more during the day, to drink uh, more water. And I also had to eat more, um, at that time, with pig ears. In other words, you have to fix that whole collagen system in that leg. At the same time, you've got to exercise it more to get more circulation to it. And so for me, it took a lot of exercise. You know, I started hiking. That helped a little bit. Then I did um, gymnastics. That helped a lot. And then now I'm doing gymnastics and taekwondo, and it's just fine. Okay. Uh, Dallas writes in, I thought B vitamins were supposed to give you energy. When I take them, I get tired and lose motivation. Right. The reason for that is because you have a lot of other uh, malnutrition going on and that these vitamins are causing depletions in other areas. So your overall nutritional level must be very low. So what I would recommend is stopping the B vitamins and eating liver. And what the liver will do is the liver is more um, a broader nutritional complex. It gives you the B vitamins, but also all the other nutrients you need to use the B vitamins. So I'd recommend liver, um, and you can't just eat liver. You have to eat like uh, white rice and a green vegetable with it and a salad. But you can eat as much liver as you want. It sounds like you need to eat a half a pound a day or so. Get yourself just stocked up with nutrition. Hmm. But have some rice and vegetables with those, and you'll see that your energy will peak up. So I, I wouldn't bother with the B-complex supplements because you have too many other associated deficiencies. That's interesting. So if you don't have the the real deep nutritional level and you take something like B vitamins, it actually causes a problem. Curious. Correct. Huh. Because it'll push your body to start doing things um, hmm. and the things that it does will deplete other nutrients that are not that are not present. Oh. Interesting. Okay. Could you please ask Dr. Daniels about the cause of Meniere's disease, how do you recover? Meniere's. How how do you say it? Meniere's disease. Meniere's disease. It's a disease of the eighth nerve. The the, um, eighth nerve is also the same nerve you use to hear with. But in Meniere's disease, it causes, you have dizziness and all sorts of stuff. So if I was a real doctor, which I'm not, I mean, I I went to medical school, got board certified, practiced for a while, but I don't do that anymore. But... um, so in medical school, they just taught us that it was a neurological problem. And that's actually not the whole issue. Of course, it's a neurological problem. Yes, it's the eighth nerve, but it's a problem of malnutrition. So the nutritional remedy, of course, would be uh, pig brain or cow brain. And um, also make sure that you're well hydrated. And that would take care of it. So make sure, oh, well, actually, Start simple. Drink enough water. Let's take your body weight, divide it by 50. That, drink that many quarts of water a day. Make sure you're pooping three times a day. If the menus are still there, and it might be, then your problem is malnutrition. And then you take the malnutrition and handle that with the brain. Hmm. Brain is very complex, actually more complex, more concentrated than liver. So you absolutely must, when you eat brain, drink a quart of water with it, eat some starch, and eat some uh, vegetable with it. Oh, cool. There's a uh, beef lady at the farmer's market, grass-fed, and I got some kidney fat from her, a little thing of kidney fat. Oh. Kind of fun. Okay. Yeah. And yeah. it's very, 
it doesn't taste like much of anything, but you can cook meat in it or eggs, or, you know. Yeah, I just take the, so when I get these odd parts of the animal, right. many of them are covered in fat, and I'll just render the fat. How do you? And use it in my yeah, I bought a big piece of fat um, from a cow person I got in the fridge. How do you render fat? Do you just how do you render it? The simplest way is to put it is to cut it into pieces mm-hmm. about one inch chunks of rice and put it in your slow cooker overnight on low. Huh. On low or medium. And in the morning you'll have all this fat. I mean all this uh, grease and oil that you can use, which is, is rendered, and very, very little bit of actual material. You scoop it out with a uh, hmm. colander or a slotted spoon, and then you take the oil and you can put it in um, a Ziploc bag laying flat in the freezer and then just break off a chunk when you want to cook something, or you can put it by the stove. The problem with beef fat, unlike pork fat, is the beef fat does spoil and mold and um, so beef fat, once I render it, I put it in the freezer. And um, oh, it will mold, so i got to do something with it. I just can't leave it in the fridge, right? It'll mold? Correct. It'll spoil, yeah. Really? Hmm. Yeah. Hmm. So again, just throw it in your Instapot yeah. and leave it on overnight sure. for your slow cooker, and it's done. Yeah. And what's the difference between that product that comes out that you've just described so eloquently, by the way, um, and tallow? Is it the same thing as beef tallow? It's the same thing, yeah. It's huh. the same thing. Oh, interesting. Okay. You can buy actually grass-fed, grass-finished tallow on Amazon. Right. It's a very high price, but you can get it for, for free when you recognize its presence with the other meats you're already buying. Exactly. Okay. D says, I have edema in my right leg, shin, and I'm wondering how to get rid of it. Edema. Any good home remedies she wants to know? Well, she's only got it on one side. Yeah, that's interesting. Hmm. Well, well, wait a minute. <laughs> it happens a lot. But it Does could it? be due to trauma, basically, or some type of injury. And we don't know uh, how... We just don't have enough information, really. So the question is, is the swelling in her shin but not in her ankle? Is that what she's telling I us? I think she... I'm reading into it that it's kind of... Everywhere in the right leg, ankle, shin, feet. It's the bottom up. Bottom up, yeah. I believe. I believe. <laughs> I believe. Um, so, if it's one-sided edema, then that means that it's not her heart, lungs, or kidneys, or liver. So that's uh, we don't have to be too concerned about that. Um, the simplest way to handle it would be to uh, put castor oil on that side, uh, foot all the way up, and to exercise that leg more. So do less sitting, you know, start with some walking, maybe some mild walking on the level, then start doing hills. It will happen is that um, leg swelling will be reabsorbed. Now the other question is why is the swelling there? Yes. Yeah, and this is one-sided, so that's a huge clue that we don't have an organ situation going here. What we have is a lymphatic situation. So maybe if she ate some, um, trying to think what would be the best blend. Probably ham hocks would be the best blend. Maybe some ham hocks, not a lot, but maybe one ham hock once or twice a week and do the walking. What will happen is the body will repair the lymphatics. As she walks, the muscles will act like a pump pulling the swelling out of her leg. Now, she's going to notice that 
she'll walk a certain amount, it'll improve her edema, but if she overdoes it, it'll make the edema worse. So just walk to the point where the edema is improved, and then over time, she's going to be able to walk further and further, and the swelling is going to become less and less. And what organs are involved with a two-sided edema? The two-sided edema, your vital organs are involved. So you're talking your lung, heart, kidney, and liver. So those are your vital organs. And they're just not happy, they're out of balance, or they need help? They're, con- they're, not, they're congested. They're not able to receive and discharge fluid. Ah. Not doing their job. They're failing, basically. So what would you do for that? Well, fix the organ in question. So we sort it out. You know, if it's your lungs, then you're going to have swelling and shortness of breath. That would be your lungs or your heart. Mm-hmm. So for the kidneys, you're going to have swelling, but you're not going to be urinating as much. So you can narrow it down to which organ is the problem. Hmm. Liver, what would be the uh, uh, symptoms on the, if it was the liver? Well, with the liver, you're going to have a little yellow tinge to yourself. Oh. Yeah. So you'll have a little yellow tinge as well as the swelling. But with the liver, the belly tends to swell as well. So oh. you'll have the swollen belly and the swollen extremities and your little yellow around the edges. What if you got a little bit of swelling, um, edema, but there's no other symptoms? What would that mean? Oh, if you have a little swelling in both legs with no symptoms, then it's just what I, it's the same as I just said, that it's more of an exercise problem, hydration problem. Exercise, hydration, good job. Okay. Um, looking very beautiful today, you too, Patrick. Oh, we both are, thank you. Um, my, <laughs> we knew that. My mom has gotten the old lady slow walk and sleeps all day Uh-oh. in about all oh, in about two years. Wow. She's 76, diabetic, has a breast removed from small tumor about three years ago. Oh. Light chemo. Is there such a thing as light chemo? Still has to, she still likes to drink a pop sometimes two times a day, so she's drinking sodas. Her hip and legs, she's also gotten very weak and very small. What can she do? What does she want to do? Does she, is this okay with her? I no, she want I I don't know, but she wants sounds like she wants to fix her mom, is what it sounds like. Sounds like her mom does not want to be fixed. Probably. <laughs> Probably. <laughs> good good one there. Natural healing with an unwilling person is pretty difficult. Yeah, I want to do that. Why is her mother even diabetic? I mean that's crazy. All you have to do is change her diet. Clearly she's not willing to do that. No, but she, what no. the heck? Try anyway. So if she wants to fix her mother, here's how I advise against it, by the way. But <laughs> <laughs> We advise against this, but go ahead. Yeah, so go to vitalitycycles.com, download the free report, and just have her follow that diet. Her diabetes will be gone in about a week. Hmm. Now, um, once her diabetes is gone, and while it's going away, by the way, cut back her insulin or whatever drugs they have her on. Uh, so once her diabetes is gone, that means blood sugar of 135 or less um, when she wakes up in the morning, then see if you can talk her into getting, getting some exercise, give her a little bit of liver, add that to her diet, and um, moving, and see if she'll, you know, if she'll oh. go for it. Somebody wants to regenerate their liver that is um, riddled with cysts. Just, 
So the question is. <laughs> Riddled cysts in their liver. How is this liver bothering them? You know, are they yellow? Are they tired? What's going on? You know, we don't. No, we don't know. People with cysts in their liver live very nicely. There's not any need to bother with them. Do they? Just say it. Well, let's just say this person's bothered by tiredness and just, wow. Then they can eat more liver, you know, eat liver, eat more vegetables, drink distilled water, get rid of all their processed food, and start uh, walking, just gentle walking. That would be the start. So if they're actually having symptoms from this liver situation, then that would be the answer. Now, they've got to poop three times a day. So when you have a liver that's filling with cysts or filling with anything, that means it can't dump its toxins into the intestines because the intestines are backed up, like from the toilet all the way to the liver. That's a lot of backup. So this person needs to empty out their bowels, like big time. But you can start with vitality capsules and just pooping three times a day, and the body will discharge um, the poop, and you know that'll take care of it. Now. The other thing they can do is they can take uh, turpentine, which is just amazing at dissolving cysts. But the first thing he's got to do is this guy's got to start pooping at least three times a day. And he's got to add a little liver to his diet and get rid of all the processed stuff. So that's what you go over very succinctly in the Candida Cleaner. You really want to get things moving before you start taking turpentine. turpentine. You've got to, right? Got to. As bad as he thinks his liver cysts might be, they are harboring material that will literally kill them yep. if it was another part of his body. Right. So you don't want to get that material to relocate before you have a toilet for it to relocate to. Gotcha. Yeah. Um, Marilyn wants to know, what do you do for hive reactions to bee stings? Dr. Google says at this point, do not waste time and just go to the ambulance. <laughs> so, <laughs> of course they're going to say that. So this lady gets hives from bee stings. Hmm. Well, first you have to, well, obviously, get your bee sting kit. I don't think an ambulance is going to save you. You need a bee, bee sting kit. So get your bee sting kit. But um, in the past, literally milk thistle and following the candida cleaner diet is what got people free of the bee sting kit. Hmm. So, um, yeah, go to vitalitycycles.com, download the candida cleaner report, follow those instructions, make sure you're taking milk thistle, uh, anywhere from a half teaspoon uh, three times a day to a teaspoon three times a day. And next time you get stuck with the bees, with a bee, I mean, you know what it feels like it, what it feels like. If you don't have that feeling, then you're done. You don't need to be sick. Well, I can remember when we was a kid, we always had those clover, all of our lawns, those white things, you know. There were bees oh, yeah. everywhere. We were always getting oh, stuck. Yeah. Remember those? We were always getting yeah, stuck. Yeah, remember. Always getting stuck. After a while, yeah. my mom said, you'll be fine. Go back outside. <laughs> you'll be fine. All right. Well, I think we're pretty much here at noon. I think we're, we're doing the noon thing. What are you going to do today? Oh, man, i got to finish my, uh, my, my crocheting. I've got to... Uh, handle that gelatin that uh, I'm making, that three-day gelatin. Oh. Yeah, stuff to do, yeah. Stuff to do, people to see, places to go. Yeah. Yeah. Well, thanks for being here. Really appreciate it. I appreciate you being, coming on. And we will see you, um, when are we going to see you again? Another month. Yeah, another month. Another month. Who knows? 
Four months into July, four weeks into July. That's right. We'll probably be at war with somebody else here in this country, so we'll keep you up to date. Yeah, we stay at peace over here. You guys, yeah, I'm going <laughs> to come down there and do the peace thing. All right, sweetheart, thanks a lot. Take care of yourself. You're welcome. Bye-bye. Bye-bye. Dr. Jennifer Daniels, Patrick Timpone, OneRadioNetwork.com. That's great, man. She's fun. Well, oh, I forgot to show. Oh, I'm going to show you now. I forgot to show you my. Oh, I, you know, I'm going to do a. Let me do a quick commercial. Because I've got to go to a little boy's room. Because I've been drinking water for two hours. And then I'm going to show you my fridge. Okay? You want to see my fridge? This conversation goes back seven years with Dr. Patrick Flanagan. Listen. And then I discovered uh, that Hunza water also contained negative ionized hydrogen, which is a source of biological electrons. When we're young, we have enzymes in our body called dehydrogenase, and the purpose of dehydrogenase is to lift off hydrogen ions from foods we eat and and their purpose is to create NADH which is a chemical that acts as a shuttle in the mitochondria for producing uh, all the energy in our body adenosine triphosphate and when people take this it it causes DNA repair it heals the body from uh, all kinds of oxygen-free radicals. It also helps the body recover from damage from radiation. Well, we certainly want some of this stuff, right? Check out our AquaCure machine. AquaCure machine on OneRadioNetwork.com. Lifetime warranty. And along with a lifetime warranty, a one-year, no-questions-asked, money-back guarantee. If you don't like your results, breathe the gas, bubble the water, Listen to what Dr. Flanagan has to say about this and others. The AquaCure machine on OneRadioNetwork.com. Use promo code OneRadio. Well, I'll just interrupt you right there if that's okay. Use promo code OneRadio and get yourself a uh, 20% discount. 20? Hello. 20%. How about them apples, baby? 20%. Promo code OneRadio. 20 discount lifetime warranty these are these are just really fun I think you'll enjoy them um, I do it every day drink the water we got the water here um, very exciting stuff high high tech technology hydrogen is a food it is a, uh, a nutrient it's not going to um, go in there and try to kill anything it's just working with your body uh, some very good things will happen to you, I believe. We don't make any medical claims, but there's plenty of, uh, of things to look for. Have MolecularHydrogenInstitute.com. And if you're into studies, peer-reviewed studies all over the world, especially in Japan and China, where they're helping people to recover from strokes uh, and really doing some things with cancer, too. So it's hydrogen machine, Brown's gas, drink the water, and breathe the gas, promo code, one radio, 20%. Uh, I, was, you know, I forgot to, I was going to bring this up, but then I didn't want to take time out of her thing, so I just wanted to show you guys this, give you a little update. I've been talking about the fact that I am eating uh, just meat 
and eggs and butter, and that's it. And meat and eggs and butter and some um, organ meats. Not a lot. Some organ meats. That's it. Probably, what, is it five weeks now? I feel really, really good. Uh, starting to gain on the sleeping uh, thing, doing better and better. So that's, that's, that's really why I wanted to change my diet. I didn't realize I was going to do it so radically, but it all just happened. And we're going to talk to a lady who was instrumental in that uh, about oxalates, Sally K. Norton, on Wednesday. Pretty uh, interesting, very interesting lady. And uh, somebody sent me this video in the middle of the night over a month ago, and I said, well, maybe all these oxalates I'm in, I'm eating are keeping me up somehow because, um, you know, I'm a long-time meditator and I can just still my mind, just, I can just, I've been learned how to do it over many years. I can just do it. I can just, I can lie in bed and not think one thought. But still, not the body doesn't want to sleep, so, you know, I'm thinking something else is, I'm eating something that's causing an issue. So I kind of dove into the oxalate thing and uh, that kind of got me to eating all meats because if you get rid of oxalates, there's not much left. And then I all of a sudden start thinking, well, maybe the, the lectins from pasta and rice were a problem. So before you know it, I just had jumped onto the whole carnivore diet thing. And I've been doing that now and uh, something, some really good things are happening. I've gained uh, three or four pounds of muscle without doing much more than just eating meat. And so I, I wanted to show you my fridge. This is kind of fun. So here you go. So there you have it. So what you what I've been doing is just get some grass-fed, grass-finished meat. Uh, most of these are ribeyes, which is my favorite. And the one on the end is a rack of lamb. And you can put these out into your refrigerator. Here's what I do. I don't, you know, I don't... I just learned from different carnivores. And you just let them sit out there, put salt on both sides, and you dry age them. You dry age them. And you can do this for a couple weeks, three weeks, as pretty much as long as you want. Uh, most meat is aged a little bit before you buy it, but dry aging really tenderizes the meat. And, uh, and then what's really nice about this system is, so I'll just go in and take maybe four ounces, I don't know well, how much, depending on how, how hungry I am, you know, just take whatever, four ounces, just cut four ounces off of one of these, whichever one has been there the longest. I got a system of how long it's been in. And then uh, sear it, basically raw by the, the way I do it, and just a lot of butter, and that's it. And just eat when I'm hungry, and I don't eat at any certain time. But you'd be surprised. Anyway, after four or five hours, you just get hungry again, and you eat, then you're done. So it's pretty interesting. Uh, one of the main reasons I wanted to change my diet as well was that with what I was eating, I was not able to do what I wanted to do, which is spend a lot more time writing my screenplays, which is my other job. And I would eat uh, like organic brown rice pasta, right? Good stuff from Italy or 
brown rice or baked potato at night with a lot of butter. And an hour later, I just, I was, I was crashed. Just boom, you know, just crashed. And so I got tired of doing that because I need to, I want to write, but I want to eat. And so now, uh, now when I eat meat with a bunch of butter at night, six o'clock, seven, I can just, no, no downtime, no, no down hit from that. So that tells me there's something good in there that my body likes because my blood sugar, it doesn't get affected. My blood sugar has been um, between 40 and 50. The last few times I've checked it in the morning, fasting blood sugar. I'm not eating any sugar. So that's my fridge. Uh, You can see some ribeyes there. I've got some oysters up there, as you see in the container. Up to the top left, I can get fresh oysters and the eggs. And then I have goat's milk and cream, doing a little bit of that. And that's about it. And then the butter. We get some really nice raw butter from um, some place in the Midwest. Raw butter. I get that. Um, can't get raw butter here in Texas. And then you can see, do a little lemons and some oranges. The only sugar I'm really eating is some orange juice a few times a week. So that's it. Blood sugar is like 50. Fasting blood sugar of 50. Pretty cool. Pulse is a solid 70. I'm going to do this until the experiment is over, or I'll just keep doing it until the end of time. Maybe in about three months or so, I'll um, um, do a blood test just for fun, you know. So three months, say, well, just for fun. See what, see what, uh, see what everything's looking like. We're going to do more shows on the uh, shows on the carnival idea. The more I look into it, I think we are carnivores. I think we were meant to eat meat, and really not meant to eat vegetables and stuff. That's just my opinion. Could be wrong, but vegetables are loaded with all kinds of toxins. Oxalates, a lot of different toxins. Okay, so I will see you tomorrow. We're gonna we're gonna talk to what are we gonna talk to? Oh, we're gonna talk to Russell Bentley. Russell Bentley is in Ukraine, and he is um, interesting fellow, and he's gonna give us his ideas of what the heck is going on over there. So listen, that'll be live at ten o'clock from Ukraine on Wednesday. Sally K. Norton, who um, is a real eye. Oxalate lady, and she'll tell you her opinions on why you want to ditch the oxalates. And they're in everything except meat. Okay. I love you. Thank you. Appreciate it. May the blessings be. See you tomorrow live from Ukraine. From the Hill Country in Texas, this is OneRadioNetwork.com.